Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. If you are a new subscriber or someone who is just discovering this channel, the Master's Voice, End Times Prophecy blog, and you are trying to get the best use of this platform, I cannot recommend enough that you go to the actual blog itself, which is themastersvoice.com. Just look be below this video until you see the channel name in that gray background. And next to it, you will see a little V. That's the drop down menu. Click that. And for this prophecy, you will see a link that takes you back to the blog. On the blog, you will find all these prophecies in carefully written format, all the words of the Lord. The tagline of this channel is the master's voice hear the words of the Lord. And here I am laying out in detail as carefully as I can, all the prophetic words that the Lord God has given me over the period 2012 until now 2022. So I said that I'm still continuing with the supernatural series, but I would be taking a short detour to handle a few prophecies that deal with something that God truly wants this nation to understand. And that is the fact that America is going to have war. The end of a nation that constantly goes to war is going to be that she will have war. She will have wars and she will not be victorious in those wars. Those wars will be wars that she cannot overcome. Those wars will be wars that she will lose. Those wars will be wars that eventually take this country to her end. The end of the United States has already been prophesied by the Lord. So I cannot say to people enough that when you come to this master's voice channel, you're not coming to hear celestial's opinions. I'm not sharing my views. I'm not sharing what I think. So it would really help some people to stop asking me, what do I think about this? And what do I think about that? I have absolutely no thoughts to share. This platform is to give glory to the Lord Jesus Christ and to prophetically speak out his truths. So even when I'm not here, the reason I recommend that people get used to using the blog is because even if I have not had time to make a video because I am busy with other things, the blog is already up. There are 400 published words, prophetic words on the blog. And I have taken the time to, to organize them into themes. And so you could get a head start finding out about the future, not only of America, but of a few other countries and generally what is coming to the world at large, what is coming to us as humanity by investing time in reading those prophetic words. Please understand that God already knows what is coming. But if we, as the house of God, if we, as the children of God don't know what is coming, then it's bound to be difficult for the person who doesn't know, not the person who knows. So today I'm looking at war and I will, I pray by the spirit of the Lord that I will be able to remember the other prophecies that relate and join into this one, because I did not have time to prepare any notes for it. This prophecy is about five months old. I received it on December the 10th, 2021. And the title is Isaiah 13, Russia and war. If I get time, I'll read a little bit of Isaiah 13 at the end. Isaiah 13 is a passage of scripture that is speaking about basically what God says will be the judgment of America, but also some things that will be judgment for the entire world. So it's, it's a, 
It's a chapter that I have dealt with in at least five prophecies. If you type into the master's voice search box, Isaiah 13, at least five videos will come up dealing with Isaiah 13. And whenever God keeps repeating something, personally for me, I know that the Lord is telling me celestial as long as I am God. If there will be no election that will take away my Godhood and put someone else in my chair, then I'm telling you something that is sure to come. So if someone is not familiar with Isaiah 13, I really would recommend that you take some time today to read that chapter in a Bible that you understand. You don't need to read it in my Bible version. You just need to get a Bible version that you can understand because the entire point of reading the Bible is to understand it so that it can graft onto your soul and serve as a steering wheel for your soul to tell you how to live your life. Reading the Bible is not a job. So it is not a work. Christianity is not a job that we go to where we are striving so hard and exhausting ourselves. Christianity is the practice of a living relationship with a living God. It is the process of learning how through the spirit of this God to carry out your life. And so anyway, I just wanted to say, go to the blog and read the prophecies, even if there are no videos, because they will build you up. Prophecy does build people up. Just the false narrative out there about prophecy is that it has to make you feel good all the time. God is not interested in making you feel good all the time. God is interested in working out of filthy people, a cleansed spirit, soul, mind, and body that he can then welcome into eternal life. Nothing about that process is told to us in the Bible that it has to be fluffy, it has to be easy, or it has to be about hitting our greatest comfort points so that we feel we want to continue. If you don't want to continue with Christianity, the only thing left for you is to fall away and end up in the judgment of those who fall away or those who never enter in to the kingdom in the first place. But to be in this faith and suffering as if it's a yoke or uh, some kind of thing where it's a brownie points system and you're trying to gain enough points to be acceptable to God, that's not what it's about at all. The Lord is a father. The Holy Spirit is a father. The Lord Jesus is a father. And they are here to father us into salvation and through a righteous life. That is what Christianity is. So if you're reading a Bible where you can't pick up these simple points, then it's going to be difficult for you. Get a Bible that you understand. There's no shame in getting a Bible that makes things clear to you because the entire point of reading anything is clarity. If you don't get it, then you can't do it. And if you can't do it, then you're going to be in trouble because you're going to be always shooting at targets that seem to be constantly moving for you. And so today I'm speaking about Russia. I'm speaking about war. I'm speaking about America. December the 10th, Isaiah 13, Russia and war is the name of this prophecy. The banner scripture is this, for in the hand of the Lord, there is a cup and the wine is red. It is fully mixed and he pours it out Surely its dregs will all the wicked of the earth drain and drink down. Psalm 75 and verse 8. The dregs are what are at the bottom of the cup. So in the old days when they made wine, they didn't have the exact purification processes that we have now. And the bottom of the wine used to contain little grains and little pieces of grapes and stuff like that. And so when you poured it in, you let your cup sit for a while so that stuff 
would sit at the bottom. And then when you drink the cup, you make sure not to tip it all the way back so that you don't get that sediment, those grape pieces and grape stems and all that in your mouth. But here the Lord is saying that he is holding a cup of mixed red wine and he has fully mixed it and he will certainly pour it out. And the wicked in the earth will drain and drink it down to the dregs, which means that even the icky part that nobody wants to drink, he will make sure that the wicked drink, drink it. And so on this day, December 10th, I was having study time and the Lord interrupted the study time, took me out of the place where I was reading and told me to go and study Isaiah 13. So as I started to study the chapter, I began to see pictures, see images. I began to hear things and I'm now going to share those things with you. The Lord says that in the future, a Russian invasion of America will happen. This is not news to anyone who has been on this channel for a few minutes. It is also not news to anyone who listened to my suggestions that I constantly make and said, go to the blog or use the channel and go to the Russia and China playlist. That is the first set of prophecies, not the first prophecies that I was given, but the first prophecies I began to proclaim in the name of the Lord. And those are the most important prophecies concerning America. So transhumanism is not more important. The coming of the aliens is not more important because all these things are going to be along America's timeline. The most important thing will be the day that Russia comes here at a time and in a way that nobody knows of, and I have constantly said those things. So to the people who cannot accept this as fact, I don't know what to tell you. To those who are struggling to accept that the end of this country will be that it will fall to America's so-called nemesis, America's boogeyman, America's greatest enemy, that the end of this nation will be to kneel in subservience and serve the Russians, along with the Chinese as their allies. This is not my thought, my view, my wish, or my hope. I'm telling you the facts that God says, this is what will happen. And the point of it is that God will see to it that this happens because this is how God is going to punish America. If you read Revelation 18, you find that the angels are flying around making quite a few proclamations. So it's quite a majestic scene. But one of the, one of the proclamations that the angels make is fallen, fallen, great Babylon is fallen. And that chapter details how Babylon, mystery Babylon or Babylon the great, as she's sometimes called, will be judged. And the judgment will be by catastrophic fire, catastrophic fire that the Bible says will destroy that nation in a single hour. So that nation will be burned with fire. And there are several prophecies that I've made into videos that talk about the kind of fire that I have seen burning here, fire that burned what God called the foundation stones. I saw fire that actually burned the earth until in some places, it turned glassy, which is what fire does when it scorches sand so much. It will burn, and since sand is nothing but silica, it will burn and go into a glassy state. But in other places, I saw the country burned all over until it was like barbecue coals. And that prophecy is called the fire pit. So if you simply take note of these prophecies, you can go and read them on your own time. You can also watch them here and then 
look below in the description box. The link is always there, and then you go and read it on the blog. So the Lord says that Russia will invade America, and this is a war that is not really a war. It will be a firecracker war. And I spoke about the fact that recently in another prophecy called Russia War Contamination and Conquest, God showed me that it will be blitzkrieg. He's been saying that um, some years back, and you can find that in the prophecy like D-Day, it will be a lightning war. America will not be prepared. So to those who say we have our weapons and we'll be ready and have you seen the Marines and have you seen, you can keep looking at the Marines and anything else that anyone may want to look at, but this will be a sudden maneuver. It will be what is known in international relations as a first strike. And what you do in first strike is if you know you and someone are pretty much the same heavyweights, you're going to give them a sucker punch. You're going to catch them unaware. And so the Lord said it will happen like a firecracker out of nowhere. And before we know it, America will be overrun in a sudden maneuver that happens from one side of another of America to another that there will not be enough time for one side of America to warn another. Now, for instance, if, if for instance, Russia were to invade on the east side of the country or the west side of the country, then the side that gets invaded first will be able to send out maydays to the rest of the country to get on the horn, to get on the whatever countries use for defense systems. I have no idea of what those things may be. But America would then be able to warn the rest of the nation so that the rest of the nation is armed and mobilized and knows that there is an attack. But Russia and China will do it in such a way that there will be no time for one side to warn another. The, the Lord said that the, the country will be overrun. And I saw in one of the prophecies that a big red crab, something like a very big red crab, ran up on America suddenly and put its pincers around both sides of the country, East Coast and West Coast, and began to squeeze very painfully. And then I saw lightning bolts appear, lightning bolts of pain, uh, like in the cartoon, when the cartoon has a headache, they put lightning bolts all around the head. That is what came upon America. And the Lord says that there will be no time to warn anyone in the country for safety or resistance. And he said that it will not even be a war. The Lord does not call it a war. He simply calls it an attack or an invasion because he says that war means two or more sides are fighting to see who is stronger, who will win, who will be supreme. But what will happen here between Russia and her allies and America and no allies cannot be called a war by any stretch of the imagination. And again, I direct you back to Revelation 18. Russia and her allies, says the Lord, but America and no allies. No one is going to help this country. No one is going to risk it with the Russians. By the time that this happens, Russia is going to be the single greatest power in the world. That is how it looked in the end times. Russia will take so much territory that she will look like the biggest, fattest red thing you ever, you ever saw. I saw in one of the visions that Russia bled down like a blood stain from the top part of Europe where she sits now with all that icy territory and she bled down across Europe. And some of the European countries that used to be part of the Soviet Union gladly went back to her and joined her. And some of the countries that used to be part of the Soviet Union went back to her under duress, as in by force. And some of them made the decision to ally with her and to join back into her out of preservation. And I also saw that several European countries did that 
there were some European countries, their identity was not known to me either. It was not known to me or I can't remember because these prophecies are so many, but they joined Russia because they loved their people and they did not want the fate of the United States. So they joined Russia and agreed to secede to Russia, which is to join with her so that they would not be destroyed. And so their people would not be harmed and be killed. And so Russia allowed those places almost to operate like satellites of little Russia instead of being destroyed. So um, God says in this Russian invasion, because this is judgment of America, the judgment is that America is going to see her own face. So you ask Celestial, how will America see her own face? America will see her face in Russia's actions because God says that he will put it into Russia's heart to come here. So to people who keep asking, oh, but why would God do this? God would do this because this is a sinful country. There's so much cognitive dissonance in America that it's become quite wearying for me. There's so much of this clinging to this uh, false ideal of, but we're good people and this is a good nation. And so there's no way that I, as a human being, am ever going to disabuse some people of that notion. So I am content to read the Lord's word because God will show America who she really is as society begins to break down and Americans see what Americans are capable of doing to Americans when no one is here, because this prophecy also contains civil war. When people see what people here can do to people here, this fallacy of greatest nation in the world and we're helpful and we love each other and love your neighbor, all these false ideals that are born out of the false Christianity that is prevalent here will blow away. And God has already said that celestial mind you not and wear yourself now. Don't wear yourself down because in the end they will be silent. They will be as silent as when Nebuchadnezzar took all the inhabitants of Judah away. They will be quiet when they see their own face. And so he says that bringing Russia here is his decision that Russia is his choice of a weapon to punish the United States for long, long standing sins that have become synonymous with the flag and the eagle. Synonymous means that you see the flag and you know what it stands for. So when you see the US flag, you know it signifies America. But God says that when you see the flag and the eagle, you see certain sins abortion, murder, homosexuality, human sacrifice, and global promotion of sexual immorality that has corrupted all the nations. So you see the flag and you know spiritually, if you are an honest Christian, what goes on here and what the flag is actually protecting underneath it. But God says that not only are those sins protected here, but they are promoted around the world. And chief among those sins is sexual immorality. So here, a young boy may be struggling with masturbation and the pastor his mother will bring him to the pastor because both the mother and the young boy are seeking to know, is this really bad because the boy can't stop? And the pastor is going to say something like, oh, it's a boy's growing pains because apparently he and Jesus decided that masturbation is not part of sexual immorality. And so what happens is in the heart of the mother, there is relief. Why? Because a religious figure, a leader, a pastor has told her, 
this is not bad. And the boy feels relieved because who can, who can blame him for his adolescent growing pains? The problem is that the Bible says that sexual activity is between a man and a woman who are married. So men and women, maybe not man and man and woman and woman, but even men and women who are dating or courting or widowed or divorced and seeing other people are not supposed to engage in sexual activity. But when religious leaders are abdicating keeping the moral line in a country, what will happen is that that nation will become a nation that constantly wants to disrobe itself. And those who have studied history knows that nakedness is one of the primary signs that God is getting ready to judge, burn, and destroy a country. It doesn't matter if it was Atlantis. It doesn't matter if it was Pompeii. It doesn't matter if it was the Greeks or the ancient Romans. As long as you want to be naked, just know that judgment is on the way. And it's usually a harsh and devastating one in which that civilization never rises again. So the Lord said that Russia will come to the United States because he will put it in their heart. God will bring them here. God will draw them here and make it like an imperative, like you must do this. They will almost be fanatical about this project. And the Lord is saying that as the Russians are working on their invasion and putting things together, they will literally think it is their idea. They will think that they're working out the greatest revenge plan ever planned, but they don't know that God put the seed into the heart of Vladimir Putin and all his ministers and all his cabinet and all those boys that are working out in Siberia with bears or whatever they train with. He put it into their heart to do this. And this was a long planned punishment from God for this country. He says that for all the wars America has done and punishment of all her sins over the years, it is not the aliens. It is not the transhumanists. It is not the Nephilim, but it will be Russia. That is God's great signature repayment to America. He said that Russia will do exactly what America has done in war to other countries. And I will detail as I was reading Isaiah 13, all the pictures of things that they have done that God said they have done. And if you do even the tiniest bit of research, you will actually find little articles and, and professional papers written that they have done these things, but the majority of Americans either don't know because they don't bother to look or they just support the boys because that's what patriots do, or they, they know and they don't care. So Russia will be how God repays America for her sins, and she will do exactly what America has done in war to other nations. And I said that I was amazed because God never leaves this out in the Russia prophecy. He never leaves out the reminder that the cruelty that Russia, China, and allies will show here is an exact mirror held up to the face of the United States. So when wars are covered here, they're very one-sided and they're always sold to us as we had to do this. We had to go into these places and snatch these people and bundle them up in blankets and fly them here without rule of law because we had to do it because they're bad. And even though people are adults, they sit there and believe it. And so God always wants to remind that whatever Russia does, Russia will be doing because America has done it and Russia will be America's mirror to show her, meaning the citizens, who will be thinking, why is this happening? If you watch this video, God is saying, this is why it is happening. Whatever the United States has done overseas, away from the public, away from the eyes of the world, and hidden from its own media, this is what will happen here. 
America will be repaid with the cup of her own drunkenness and her people will see what soldiers and the military really do when they go to war. Anything that will seem wicked to Americans when they see Russia doing it here, it is what America has done. It is a reenactment of America's own sins. Reenact simply means to replay something that happened before. And so I saw here that Russians will not have tolerance for the American habit of talking back. So this is a special gift that is uniquely American. Even here, I see it. I will read a prophecy that doesn't come from me and the breakfast that I had. I'm reading out a vision or a dream that the Lord gave me along with stern warnings of what he said. And then people are like, that's not going to happen. We don't believe you. Who are you? And all a lot of stuff. But the Russians are not going to be as patient as I am. I saw that if Russia gave instructions when they were taking people out and taking them to these centers and putting them in lines and stuff like that, I saw that people still wanted to talk back. So a, a situation that is so deadly, a situation that should tell anyone who is wise, this is not the time to talk. This is a very dangerous situation. This should be the time where you actually listen. Maybe because you're a single person and you don't have anyone else that you're responsible for as you're in those detention centers, but maybe because you're a father and you have your wife and your three children there and you really want to see them make it. But I saw that people just could not resist the urge to talk and, and, and protest and be mad and do everything. And the Russians pushed people on the ground and put their boot on their head. So I saw that they pushed them. It's, it's very strange. It's exactly what you see in the movies, how they grab Arab people and stuff, and they push them on the ground. They're like, rah, rah, rah. so the Russians were doing that, except it was way worse because they were doing it not in English, but in their language. So you can't even understand what these five men are yelling at you. I saw that they put people on the ground because they were, and here are the Lord's words, defiant, loud, disobedient. And Russia punished that very harshly by pointing guns at people and stepping on their heads. And the Lord said to me, this is exactly what American soldiers do in war. Another thing was they lined up people in line and they squeezed women's breasts. And the Lord said, um, American soldiers have forcibly touched the breasts of women and assaulted the women of other countries, and they never faced any consequences. Therefore, it is the women of this nation who will pay the price for those things. I saw that the Russians spoke with cruelty and mockery in their tone because America does it to others. And so I saw them touching the breasts of women who were very scared in line. I've shared this before that I was once working on Facebook and I saw this vision live lines and lines of naked people. And normally God will show me nakedness from the back. So I don't have to see people's frontal nakedness because he doesn't actually hide it. He sometimes will hide it by making it blurry, but sometimes I just see things as they are. And this one was one of those as they are, because I was working on a post concerning holiness and this fire began to burn all over me as I was writing this holiness post on Facebook. And God just began to pour out this vision on me. I saw people standing naked in line, black people, Asian people, white people, whoever lives here. I saw those people had been gathered as captives and they were standing in line and there was a woman in front and she had a nipple ring and the soldier, a Chinese soldier, please excuse the noise. A Chinese soldier walked right up 
and ripped the ring out of her nipple and she was in such agony but because her hands were shackled she couldn't do anything about it except scream and bend please excuse the noise and they were just going down the line of naked people and um, these soldiers are of different ethnicities and so i saw that some of the soldiers were interested in uh women who have exotic features i'm talking about gray eyes green eyes blue eyes blonde hair red hair um and this was mostly the chinese soldiers because this is considered exotic to them because this is not natural to their population everyone usually has darker hair darker eyes in the asian population but I also saw that people were interested in the voluptuousness of black women, Latin women, and things like that. And so it was a very dire and painful situation. And the Lord was saying to me that this is the judgment upon a sexually immoral culture. I have said it in many videos. God says that if people don't love clothes, enjoy it now. Because people who practice this lifestyle of just... Um, really pervasive nakedness. I'm not talking about perhaps an off the shoulder gown or wherever it is when you're going. I'm talking about this, this every single part of the sexual part of a person out and proud on purpose. And this is practiced even in the alternative lifestyle communities. And people should just understand that God is a very patient person, but a day comes when patience will pass away, grace will pass away, and judgment will come. And when judgment comes, I'm not going to pretend that I didn't see what I saw. I saw what I saw, and I still see it, and I will say it as I say it, as I see it. They were touching the breasts of women, and they were smiling. And one of the things that God says will be part of the cruelty of this invasion is that these soldiers will take wives. And I explained in that prophecy, whichever one it was, is that taking a wife doesn't mean proposing to a woman. A man is going to randomly sleep with whoever he fancies. If you are caught and you are in these centers and there's no favor of God on you, because I'm not going to pretend that this will be completely exempting Christians, it will not. But if God is not holding a woman or holding a man aside, these people I saw took wives just how they wanted. And that basically meant that they singled you out and liked you and slept with you. And the other soldiers, the Lord showed me, automatically then saw you as this man's wife. So they would not come near you, even when they were doing their shifts and rotations and whatever. You belonged exclu exclusively to that person. And the term for it, I found out, is like comfort women, that this man is far from home, his family is far away, and he will just relieve his sexual needs on that person because that person's previous lifestyle was permissive and sexual and they didn't care about God and his laws and who, who, who is God to tell me that I have to get married before I can have sex? Who is God? People have said to me, why is God so obsessed with other people's bodies anyway? And I just keep quiet because if you are so dull that you don't understand that the body you have is a gift, that it is on loan, that it is something that has been given to you to steward, that you are a guest in this body and it's a gift to you then who am i to you know there's no point in engaging in pointless things so um i saw that they were molesting people and that's what america does when it goes overseas i saw that they hit people and they spoke with a lot of mockery and scoffing and i saw that they were asking them in russian this phrase where is all the victory from your movies 
And even though they were speaking Russian, I heard the phrase in English. I don't understand Russian, of course. But when I, when I heard this in the vision, it was in English. And they were naming all the big Hollywood action stars. So they were naming for the people who they had captured, the captives all across. They were naming, oh, why doesn't so-and-so come and save you? And why doesn't so-and-so come and save you? And people were heartbroken because... Um, these things are very mocking and they go to the heart. You watch TV here, every movie that we make here, Russia is the bad guy. It's either Russia or the UK. And so when the Russians came here, they had watched those things and they were naming the stars and asking, is he coming to save you? And then the Lord showed me that America is going to have a civil war. And I saw, I heard first in the spirit, a scratchy sound like a radio trying to be tuned. And it was saying the situation in Mogadishu, like a BBC announcer's voice, and then shh, shh, the situation in Mogadishu is very desperate. Shh, situation in Mogadishu is very dire. And so I just sat there because I'm thinking, what does Mogadishu have to do with anything that God is saying? But if you wait, it will come to you. And so I started to look up Mogadishu, and at first all I could find is this thing where America had tried to go to Somalia and grab people like she always does, just grab people and bundle them up and then bring them here and hang them or kill them or judge them outside of the proper international court um, method. So this country is very used to... Um, guerrilla warfare justice, you know, gang justice. We will be judge and jury. We will decide who's guilty. We're going over there at night with 10 Navy SEALs and probably one wolf guy. And we're going to get these people and bring them back. And we're just going to kill them. And we're just, just going to tell the entire world we killed them because we know they're guilty. We have the proof. We don't need to share it with our allies. Trust us. And so this didn't go down well in um, Somalia, apparently. Uh, they killed people and shot the choppers out of the sky and it was a whole debacle and so I didn't feel in my heart that this was in line with the prophecy this thing that I was finding called the battle of Mogadishu so I kept digging and I found the civil war of Somalia which fit in with the fact that God had started to talk about America having a civil war and this civil war was brutal civilians were the greatest casualty in the Somali civil war. It started in 1991, and according to the internet, it has never been officially declared over. So there's no ceasefire, there's no armistice, there's no nothing. That war is still going on. Parts of the country are still held by rebel factions, and the civilians suffer terribly because movement is not easy and they can't get access to food and water and it's just a terrible way to live and the lord spoke and said to me just like the somali civil war has been that's how the american civil war will be america will have its own war before the russians come it will be vicious to the point that blood runs in the streets and the conflict spills over to Canada and Mexico. Americans will carry their fighting into Canada, running up across the southern border of Canada. They will also run away to Mexico for safety. They will jump those very border fences that they police now with such hatred against the Mexicans. And it will be the Mexicans who take them and hide them white people hiding for safety among brown people. The Mexicans will show them love and protection while they cry and cry and cry. 
And so Somalia's civil war was a very brutal one. And the Lord says that the American civil war will be just like that. And part of what this civil war will arise in is you can find them in the, Kam the Kamala Harris prophecies is that the Lord says that the government of America is going to undergo a, a graphic shift. This government is going to get tired with pretending that it is an American government. It is finally going to throw off its uh, fake clothes and is going to reveal itself as the one world government, the one world system, um, a, a global order. I've spoken about this many times that the seat of the beast will be here in this country. So you can argue and you can talk. And of course, you know, I will not respond because I'm going to be true to what God says in these prophetic words, which lines up with the Bible. You can find out more about this in Revelation chapter 16 and 17. If you read it in a Bible that you understand, you will find that the harlot rides on the back of the beast and that the seat of the beast is said to be in one place. And that is in mystery Babylon. It's said to be in one place. And you can find that I think in revelation 16. So, um, the government is going to go rogue and God says that there will be sons of freedom. This is basically Patriot men. I've described these men. They wear baseball caps and they're no nonsense and they're tall and short and they probably live in the Southern and middle parts of the city. Men who will rise up and say that this is not the America we fought and, and died for and they will go rogue. Uh, in this prophecy, the Lord says that the people of America, part of what will lead to civil war is that the people will stop caring because the government will stop caring. The government is going to stop caring about what makes America, America. And so the people are going to become equally lawless because the government becomes lawless. And um, if we're talking about, he says that their blood will run in the streets. There is a very graphic prophecy by the name of pogroms, pogroms. A pogrom is a program of systematic extermination of the citizens of a country by its government. And I saw that in those days, there will be public executions in this country. I have said all these things, so it is only the new people that will be hearing it, but those who have been here will know systematic public executions. And I saw in various prophecies, such as the one called telling that you could die in America for virtually nothing. You could die in America, in the future America that is coming, which is the beast system. You can die in that America for a crime that is made up at 11.59 midnight when you were already sleeping at 10 p.m. and they will make up a new crime at 11.59 and the next day that crime will be something like uh, making a left turn without putting on your car signal and you'll be driving and you'll make that left turn and they will grab you and put you to death for that. It sounds fantastical and yet that is what that world was like, that people were executed publicly and also these dissidents, these uh, rebel groups that didn't want to obey, if they were caught, they were executed publicly so that the population could settle down. They were ex executed as an example. And I saw in those days, where I was living in those days, that you would be walking in the street and there would be fresh blood on the roads from a public execution that, that just happened. Or you could be walking and there would be a very dark blackish or purplish sticky patch from a public execution that had happened a few weeks ago and they will not wash it. They will leave those stains on the road to mentally make the population controlled. 
And I saw that they made children stand and watch it to tell the children this is what happens to people who fight the government. So that is what that war is going to be like. And people will run up to Canada for safety and also run to Mexico. And the Lord says that people will be hiding for safety among a population that doesn't look like them. So these, this is just facts. Demographically, we know how this country is built up. And he said that people will be hiding for safety among brown people and the Mexicans will love them, but they will be heartbroken and crying. And I saw the Mexicans receiving Americans in two ways. So Americans were trying to climb these border fence. One of the ways is that they were climbing it at night and Mexican guys with these pickup trucks would be waiting outside on the Mexican side. And if you manage to cross the fence and get over to Mexico, then they would take you into various shelter places for money. So you could pay. And I saw a dad that the mom had gotten over and now the dad was trying to help the children over. And the last one was a very little one that they were having trouble getting over to get the child over to the mom. But another way is that people just fled and I didn't see how they fled, but I saw them being received as refugees. They were having their wounds cleaned. The Mexicans were giving blankets and big, big baskets of fruit and huge plates of food. And the children were very dirty. So kids from America were very dirty from that journey to freedom. But what was shocking these children is how much their parents were crying. Their parents were crying as if they wanted to die. The kind of crying that comes from the soul of a person. And these children had never seen their parents show that much raw emotion in their life. And so um, they were trying to comfort them. And the older Mexican people didn't have time for that because I guess when you're old, you just don't have time for a lot. You don't have time for all this stuff. So they were just trying to feed people and work out the logistics of we used to be three in this house. Or we used to be six and now we're 16. Where do people sleep and how do we get these kids clean? They were looking for clean clothes for the kids and feeding them and handling that. But it was the younger Mexican people that were trying to speak to the Americans and comfort them and say, we know it is terrible. What is happening, but you're here now and um, we'll try to help you the best way we can. And so the Lord said that this, this war will come about because this government will become um, a rogue government and people are going to rise up in guerrilla warfare against it. And also that the nation will walk that path to civil war because it will become a sharply divided nation. So you don't need me to say these things, but the Lord is showing us the path that leads to the future. People hear prophecy and because there is no one who is able to teach it properly to show that when a thing is spoken prophetically, this will be. There is a path that gets a nation there. So when America's hearing about prophecies of slavery, there was a path walked in the past that will lead to slavery now. The slavery hasn't just entered the judgments of the Lord because he thought, oh, this would be something really cool to add on. No, it stems up from what we call the ghosts of the past, not atoned for, and that's how it enters in. People being sexually molested, how does it get into the prophecy? Sexual molestation happens from America when they go into other people's countries and it's never spoken of or shown. And so that's how it ends up in the prophecy. How is it that people will come and not even try to capture people and just carry them away in their normal clothes? Why must they strip them? This is taken from the same type of judgment that happened to Israel because Israel was constantly sinning in idolatry, but not only that, practicing pagan rituals of five guys in a bed or three men in a bed with six women, that type of thing. 
That's how sexual punishment enters a prophecy because there is the answering sin. The punishment doesn't come without the sin's existence. So because this nation is into twosomes and threesomes and setting up websites where married people can go and meet other married people quietly in hotel rooms, and we never know about this until the website gets hacked by these kids that are into exposing everything. That is how stripped captives enters the prophecy. God is not evil and God is not unjust. God is not just waking up today and deciding who am I going to, I know, I'll bash America. No, people constantly come here and ask, what about this country and why would he use Russia? Russia has done this and Russia has done that. There is no nation without sin, but the Lord has said in Revelation 16, 17, and 18, if we would only read it, that there is only one champion sinner in the world. So he is not saying he will not judge the nations. He is saying that he will judge this one the most. And that is why I am here. I am speaking to the judgment of Babylon. Babylon in the Bible lives now. So before we get to Revelation 18, I am proclaiming how we get to Revelation 18 where the nation is destroyed in a single hour. I'm, de I'm declaring by the spirit of the Lord, which nation gets destroyed in a single hour. And it is this one that we are living in. So the Lord says that borders will be shut when this war really gets going and nobody will be allowed to leave. Nobody will get out unless they've managed to leave before this official fighting breaks out. Because after that, the borders will be highly policed, very dangerous and normal methods of travel. Your car taking Amtrak, Delta Southwest will be strongly monitored by the government. And all this is for the future. So there are a few prophecies that are put um, in this one, so if you read them, I'll read them out. They're called prepare for war. War is coming. Those two speak of the civil war that will come to the United States. And then a rogue government is a new government for America, lockstep, a people of madness and the prophecy programs. So I am celestial and thank you for being here. Um, God bless you, all of you who share these videos, all of you who take the time to read the prophecies. It is to your own benefit if you read these things. And um, thank you also to those who support the channel. I am grateful for your support. May the Lord return it back to you in multiples. And until I see you again, God be with you and goodbye.